everyone. Welcome to another episode of Fangirl Fever. Today is going to be our last episode of the year. And of course, we had to do a 2021 year in review. And we're also going to mix it up with um, what we're looking forward to in 2022. But of course, let's get into our favorite post of the week. Okay, so mine is a fan edit of what two favorite Euphoria characters, Kat and Maddie, because Mm -hmm. Euphoria season two is coming out in two-ish weeks. Yeah, January 9th. So I'm just excited to see the girls slay. Mm -hmm. That's all. And it was just clips from the like the new preview. Yeah. So. Oh my god, that trailer was literally insane. Um, how are we feeling about Nate and Cassie? Cassie, new I'm intrigued. Babe. I am really intrigued. Like, how did this happen? But um, yeah, I'm, I really just hate that we have it's like rolling out like on a weekly basis because I just I can't do that. But my favorite post of the week is something that I never really expected for me to pick. But I think everyone was reposting this on their Instagram story. And no, it was not Cody and Kelsey's engagement thing. But that (laughs) almost was my favorite post. Mine is Zendaya's post for Tom Holland. And she calls him my Spider-Man. And it was like a picture of him that she took um, with an old baby photo of him in a Spider-Man costume. And it was just really cute because like, I think it was two weeks ago or it was sometime back then where Tom posted about her and he put my MJ and that was so sweet. So yeah. Did you watch Spider-Man? Um, haven't watched okay fun fact I actually have not seen any of Tom Holland's Spider-Man movies me neither um I just re-watched the Andrew Garfield one two days ago and oh my god my my obsession is back he's quite the handsome guy but um yeah I will eventually get around to all those Marvel movies as we've talked about like episodes ago but now that I'm now that I don't have a school anymore I really have no excuses so 2022 is going to be my Marvel year, guys, it's especially because Harry is part of the MCU now. So I have to. Yeah. And He's Florence, a motivation. Florence just keeps yeah, getting Florence more too. and more stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's a sign. I know. So. All right. Down to the good stuff. Let's talk about our top five from 2021 and the categories we have are albums slash EPs, movies, TV shows, concerts and then i also threw in like a miscellaneous one so we could talk about anything else that we enjoyed this year so you can start with albums slash eps um there are no specific order okay mine is so my first album slash ep is sour by olivia rodrigo which i think is mm-hmm. probably a lot of people's if yeah everybody was asked this question because the girl took over the year she really did. So that was the first one, and it's in no specific order. But second one is This Is What It Feels Like by Gracie uh-huh. Abrams. It came out, like, not even a month ago. Yeah. And it's on this list because it's that good. And everybody needs to stream and see her mm-hmm. on tour. And then another one is Swimming by Mac Miller, which is from 2018, but I listened mm-hmm. to... One of my shout outs a few weeks ago was that the dissect podcast. And after I, wasn't it last week? Yeah, last week. It was last week. <laughs> Whatever. It was it was sometime. Oh, recently. not last week, but our last episode. Yeah. But I listened to the swimming episodes for that on that podcast. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of re like created more love for me with that album. Like I love the album, yeah. but I learned so many more things about the writing process and 
the lyrics, which made me love it even more. Mm-hmm. And then Paranoia by Maggie Lindemann came out in January. Yeah. I streamed every single month. And then Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers, which came out last year, but it's too good to not keep listening to. We literally almost have the same exact top five albums slash EPs. But for me, I'm going to do mine like in order. So first one is This Is What It Feels Like. I looked yesterday on my top streamed tracks on Spotify this month and it's all her. Um, I don't know. There's just something about it. It's so good. She has a flawless discography. Please, please go see her on tour. Everybody, if she's coming to your city or even if it's a show that she's opening for Olivia, please go see her. Number two is Sour. Three, Paranoia. And then number four, I was debating on whether it would be Fearless, Taylor's version or Red. And I ultimately decided on Red. And I think it's because I've rediscovered old songs that I didn't enjoy before, but I do now. And of course, the 10 minute version of All Too Well. And I also think that when I was younger, I was definitely more of a fearless girl than Red. But now I'm in my Red era. And number five is Punisher because it's just flawless. No skips. I also wanted to, it was kind of an honorable mention, acid with Punisher, mm-hmm. but the copycat killer Punisher versions. Oh my God. Kiss. Favorite. Did you have any um, honorable mentions or runner-ups? Honestly, no. These are the, these are the girls. I mean, I always have like my all-time favorites, but. Yeah. I almost put positions because I listened to it a lot this year, but mm-hmm. I don't feel like it defined my year. Yeah, that's true. I feel like if I had to pick an honorable mention, it might be Life Support just because I really enjoyed it when it first came out. Mm -hmm. But there was a period of time where I wasn't listening to it for a while. But then when I went to go look at all the songs that I saved on Spotify this year, like um, Life Support was one of those longer bodies of work that I enjoyed more than others, but just not as much as the five that I mentioned before. Yeah, I did think about that because it came out February or something quite Mm -hmm. early in the year but yeah it just I don't know I feel like I listened to it a lot then and then Mm -hmm. I stopped and I think if we had to pick only stuff that came out this year it would take the place of Punisher but because yeah this is our podcast and we make the rules so (laughs) sorry life support but maybe next year you'll make it on okay movies I think we had the same number one but you can go ahead really I think so I don't think oh, yes, maybe not. Okay. Okay. Ahead. Well, mine are in no specific order. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, did yeah. Black Widow because mm-hmm. Beast, I saw it in theaters. Yeah. And Florence killed it. We love, mm-hmm. we love her. Um, then Candyman, which I think is a super underrated horror thriller movie. I didn't mm-hmm. hear like anybody talk about it. But I really enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. And then Cruella, probably my favorite out of this list. I've had, I've seen so many mixed reviews on Cruella. Like, I did not, I was like, I don't really want to watch this movie. I, mm-hmm. I don't really care about Cruella. And then I watched it and it's so good. The fashion in that, in that movie okay. is insane. And I'll watch it tonight. It's just really cool for, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of like the Disney live action remakes, but mm-hmm. I think this one's really cool. And then I put the little things which I watched once, but I did really like it. And I had to look up what it was called again. It has like Grammy Malik. It's really good. And I didn't hear much about it after I watched it. But those are my top five. Oh, and honorable mention. You only said four. 
Oh, my other one was Lady Bird because I watched rewatched it this year and it just hit home harder than it usually uh-huh. does. And yeah, it's an it's a t- it's a new top movie for me. So Dune was not on your list. Well, Dune would be like an honorable mention. Dune and uh, Suicide Squad would be honorable. I mentions. feel personally attacked, even though I have no affiliation with that movie. Dune I love my- Dune. It was just. I was slightly confused. It's the whole not time. like your genre of movie, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dune is my number one. I watched it two times this year. So good. Um, and then, so the only 2021 movies that I watched this year that made it into my top five are Dune and Eternals. My other ones are Shiva Baby, I think that's how you pronounce it, which came out last year, Knives Out 2019. And The Killing of a Sacred Deer, which came out in 2017. I don't really like like a lot of um, psychological, like horror thriller type movies. But that one, it's like a, it has like a little hint of like comedy in it too. So it wasn't that scary for me to watch, but it was so, so good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like for movies, it was kind of a hard year with like COVID pushing everything back and everything. Mm-hmm. So hopefully next year, like the movies and everything is going to be a little bit more exciting because I think my most anticipated watch for 2021 was Dune and Licorice Pizza, but that doesn't come out until Christmas, but I don't think I'm going to go watch it in theaters. So I feel like if I watched it before, it probably would have made it into my top five. Yeah. And I think Don't Look Up would probably be in here, but still haven't seen it yet because I'm waiting for it to be But it comes out in two days. Mm -hmm. By the time so. this is out, it'll be out on Netflix. So. Yes. Uh, I was surprised Suicide Squad wasn't in yours. Did you watch Suicide Squad? I did not watch you. You mean uh, The Suicide Squad? The Suicide Squad. No, I, no, I don't know. I watched it in like, I don't know, when it was on HBO. And I was uh-huh. low-key a hater of it at first because it was so chaotic. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like it kind of grew on me. It was very camp. I never so got the Suicide mention. Squad like hype at all. It's not Ever. like it's not like Marvel where you need all the character development and stuff because uh-huh. I feel like Mar- or DC has so many random weird characters. Mm-hmm. But it was very very camp, and the fact that John Cena was a main character killed me. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like once like the trailer dropped or like when it was on HBO, it had like its little run, but I didn't hear much about it afterwards. So I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even realize it came out this year. I mean, it was like forever they, ago. They just saw, remade like, it because of the weirdo first one or the one that flopped. But I mean, this one slayed because it got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wait, so. it did? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, now TV. I feel like this is going to be the juicy, juicy, juicier mm-hmm. than other parts. Okay, should I go first? Uh, yeah, you can go first. Okay, if you guys been listening to the last few episodes, you know, I will drop Succession any time that I can I don't know where I was in 2018 when I first well it's probably because I couldn't afford HBO at the time but best show ever just watched the season three finale it was absolutely insane and I don't know it's just my number one show this year um second would be manifest I'm so glad that Netflix is picking it up for season four and thankfully with HBO again, I discovered the wonderful The OC, which came out like early 2000s. And I love it because it's filmed where I live, kind of. Um, and then Clickbait and Made are limited series on Netflix. And my goodness, those are amazing too. Agreed. 
Um, I will, I'll just say my list in no specific order. Gossip Girl, the original, because I did start watching it this year. I haven't finished, but mm-hmm. it's so iconic, and I don't know it why. It really is. I don't know why I didn't watch it sooner. Um, Kind of an obvious one is Squid Game. I feel like it kind of radiates like Among Us energy because it got so popular. Everybody was like, Squid Game. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it is a really good show, and uh, I'm glad that it's like one of the most watched shows in the history of the world, which is cool. Then Clickbait, which is a very, very highly underrated Netflix oh, original underrated. that I watched in one day, mm-hmm. and it deserves better. Um, a little silly favorite, I've mentioned this before, is Monsters at Work. I mm-hmm. love this show, and I hope they make a season two. I haven't even checked if that's like going to be a thing, Yeah, but I love it. It's the best. And then uh, Succession. Still haven't finished it, but I love mm-hmm. it. And the characters are so well written. It's they just really crazy. Are. And then two honorable mentions would be Generation on HBO, which did not get renewed, sadly. However, mm-hmm. I think everybody should still go watch it. And Criminal Minds, which is just a classic. <laughs> okay, two more things I want to say in this category. Um, what was the first one I want to Oh, yeah. Netflix has many flaws, one of them being that they don't renew some of our favorite shows. But I will say they do an excellent job with those limited series like I think Made and Clickbait is truly one of the best things that they've ever done. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's so good. And I feel okay knowing that it might not get renewed for like other seasons, which is why it's called like a limited series anyways. But, you know, sometimes it's just a one season is all you need, but both are really good. Highly recommend. I, I think I, oh yeah, I watched Made on our way to New York. So it was a good watch. And also, if I had to say an honorable mention, it would be Outer Bank season two because I don't know, I just really like that show. Um, agreed on the Netflix like limited limited series. I feel like they do fictional crime series very well, mm-hmm. or like based on true stories. I mean, they have really good um, like just true crime stuff too. Oh, oh my god, I totally forgot another honorable mention. I actually have two, which are. I can't remember their names. Hold on. Describe it. Okay, so one of them is from this year. It's about Elisa Lam staying at the Cecil Hotel in oh. LA on Netflix. Oh, yeah. it's called um, Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the C- Cecil Hotel. It is the mm. most insane. It's real. It's a true story. And I, I can't cannot, do true crime. I could not believe the things that happen. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. And then there's another. It's based on a true story i think but mostly fictional it starts with un something oh it's called unbelievable Mm -hmm. that sounds so familiar it's so good it's a limited series i I think i watched it it's really good it has a it has one girl in it i think her name's like kate oh she's in beautiful boy yeah caitlin something Something. i forget she's she's a beautiful boy she is the luckiest girl ever it has she is Timmy's co-star and Nico Haraga's co-star too. She wins. Oh my life. god, yeah, she's in Booksmart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, it has Tony really Collette good. in it, and it's really like it's just yeah. very well put together. And I never heard anybody say anything about it, but I I loved that. Yeah, that show. It's really good. Did that come out this year or last year? I think it was last year, the year before. 
Okay, yeah. But everybody I feel should like watch. That probably would have been on my list if it was this year. Mm-hmm. All right, now, now on to concerts because after basically a year of having no shows, we finally got to go back for just a tiny bit because apparently this new variant is shutting everyone down again. So before that happens, let's reflect on our favorite concerts that we went to this year. Okay. So these ones I kind of did put it in order. Mm -hmm. So number one is Harry Ween, night two. It was, we we talked about it last week or last Mm -hmm. episode. Just go listen to that if you want to hear what happened. Okay, side note, nobody can see us, but you look very girl boss right now with your hair and a bun and a a pen in your hands. Like, you're like, you can't miss any details in this episode. I'm on my work from home. Yeah, work from home grind. And then second one would be Harry Styles, Love on Tour. Just Mm -hmm. a regular show. The Arizona date. Yeah. Yeah. And then Paranoia Live at the Roxy. Okay. That was was fun. Except for our little mishap in the beginning of the show yeah and then <laughs> um these ones are kind of just thrown together wait i think it was only two yeah olivia That's o'brien so far. olivia mm-hmm. o'brien and then pitbull because they were they're were fun but nothing like notable yeah okay for me also in order number one gotta be gracie abrams for well you guys know my love for gracie at this point and also it was because her first show, live show ever, and secondly, it was because home venue, which nothing can ever top that. So that's my number one concert of this year. Second was Harry Ween for obvious reasons. Role model because I've never seen him before. I was by myself, and like the energy was just way more than I expected. Number four, Olivia O'Brien because I'd seen her so many times, but of course I will never stop supporting her, showing up to her shows. So gotta be on there and. My regular Love on Tour show, just because I was very unprepared for that one in terms of not having a ticket, getting it last minute, and like not having anyone around me. Like, just like from a personal standpoint, it's my number five for this year. But Love on Tour as a whole was definitely like up there for for like um for everyone's experience, I would say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you went so. to a few more concerts than I did, so. <laughs> I think those those were yeah I went to exactly five this year and those were my five nice all right now we're at the miscellaneous category mm-hmm. what did you put mine's just a little, little random list mine I just put together books um I didn't have any five-star reads this year actually but my highest ones are the kiss quotient the kiss quotient 4.75 stars what and plugging story graph which we talked about before i love that you can do ratings by like 0.25 so i love that in five years 4.5 stars the flat share 4.5 stars daisy jones and the six 4.25 and the dinner list 4.25 i haven't read since october like right before we went to our new york trip and i have one book ready for pickup so i'm super excited to be able to read however much I want again because like I said no school no responsibilities so mm-hmm. I'm I really hope I read more books than I did this the last few months all right so I did it's just a little list a podcast mm-hmm. that came out this year I talked about it in the Spotify wrapped episode was emergency intercom with Enya and Drew it's so funny and 
they've been very consistent and if you know them they don't they're not consistent on youtube or anything so it's <laughs> yeah. cool it's cool to see them like have this thing to post every week and commit to mm-hmm. and then an author that i read two books by she's quite popular on tiktok colleen hoover Dude, mm-hmm. the books i read by her i feel like this was her year like in the book insane world, this was her year and also taylor jenkins read too like they dominated the book industry yeah i'm i want to read more by her but literally all of her books mm-hmm. are so backed up at the library so yep i can attest to that like i think i have three of her books on hold right now and my positions are like number 63 105 and like 251 or something like that <laughs> and they've been on my list since august i'm moving up slowly but shortly so maybe by next time we do a yearly favorite i'll go to talk about those books so hopefully i get to read more of her but the two books i did read were it ends with us which was like it shook my world yeah so good and then ugly love which wasn't as good still really good though yeah and then one of my favorite youtubers she doesn't post very often her name is rowena sai she lives in New York, girl boss. Mm-hmm. I just love her videos. They're very clean, aesthetic, and they're like lifestyle videos, self help. Yeah. I don't know. Very, very fun to watch, though. Well, those are our 2021 favorites. I feel like we got a pretty good list. You know, I feel like our music taste is definitely getting closer and closer the more time that we spend with each other. But I love that we have diversity in movies and TV shows. So at least it gives us other things to talk about. But let's talk about what we were looking forward to last year and how do we feel about them now? Um, the first one that we talked about last year was Maggie's Paranoia EP. And I think it's safe to say that it changed both of our lives. And we're not even being dramatic, you guys. It, it's such it a good debut EP. It's yeah, great. And I don't know, it's just know that it's this is like one of those things where I'm gonna look back and I'll be able to remember all the the milestones that I accomplished like during this time of my life and I'll associate it with that EP too so that's why it's super special to me yeah I just it I don't know I I love how Maggie finally found her sound that felt like her and you can really tell that she explored all those parts in this EP and then it's only gonna get better and better Yep. And the next one is, t- I'm pretty sure we talked about other stuff too, but for some reason on our outline from this episode, from that last favorites episode, only the Paranoia EP and also Timothy's movies were listed on our outline. But this year we got Dune and the French Dispatch. I believe Find Me and Going Electric are postponed indefinitely. So unfortunately we can't talk about those, but um, we do have episode the double duty episode on dude and the french dispatch so check that episode out for more in depth of our thoughts there but basically i think everyone knows at this point that dune exceeded my expectations <laughs> dune was cool it's definitely worth the watch but yeah it is a little it, long it's just a like it's a heavy watch yeah and i do agree with my aunt i don't know if i said this in that episode but she said it would have been slightly more enjoyable if they had captions because they're whispering for like a lot of the movie and they also use like words that aren't like in everyday 
language so Mm -hmm. it would be really helpful to know exactly what they were talking about but yeah agreed French Dispatch was funny though if you're just looking for something silly goofy to watch go watch yeah it's not too long either and it's very lighthearted. and it's maybe like formatted very different than other movies yeah it's super unique I personally feel like my brain isn't that big to like fully comprehend it but like once I got to the end I'm just like oh that's what it's about so yeah yeah I I really enjoyed it but it definitely is like you have to once you watch the first two like things you're like oh Mm -hmm. now I understand what they're doing yeah so with that what are we looking forward to in 2022 okay albums Maggie Lindemann. I don't know if it's considered ML1 or ML2. I thought it was ML2 because I thought Paranoia was an album, but I believe technically it's an EP. So let's say ML1 for 2022. ML1, which I'm hoping is like at least 14 tracks, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. And HS3 because there's been so many rumors. Oh, we actually have an update on that. I yeah, so the Capital One concert thing that he was supposed to perform at with Khalid got canceled. So is he going to push back whatever plans he had? Or is he still going to do what he had in mind, but just minus the concert part? Who knows? Yeah, we'll find out soon. Only time will tell. Yeah. Um, Phoebe Bridgers 3, PB3. Mm-hmm. I hope we get something from her mm-hmm. um ag7 i know scooter's like there's nothing coming but well, i don't know Ariana she's done with the voice to, she kind of likes to switch up and surprise us sometimes. yeah so we'll another see. surprise album question mark because if she does ag7 2022 then in 2023 if everything's fine she can tour again yeah but we'll see that's just what i hope for mm-hmm. what about you anything different um so same as you i have ml1 hs3 i put hopefully speak now taylor's version just because we never know what taylor's up to she her release schedule is insane but i love 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 speak now so i hope that's the next re-recording that comes out and i would really love to be blessed with a proper olivia o'brien album no shade to the the episodes thing but i need like a full body of work and mm-hmm. then maybe she'll be in my spotify wrapped again but in terms of albums that's all that's really on my mind i did see that charlie xcx is has plans to release an album i think in january and i'm very intrigued by that because i haven't listened to much of her in a long time but her music is just really cool and exciting so i'm excited for that just off the top of my head if SZA releases something, you know, I'll always Ooh, be down. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else. Totally forgot. Oh, Olivia Rodrigo. Maybe. I know she's going on tour, but maybe she'll release something mm-hmm. else next year because her album yeah. is quite short. And that's all she has. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. All right. For movies, last. Oh, last time we also did talk about Don't Worry Darling. And we finally have a release date which is september 23rd so it is going to be later next year but at least we have a date and i really really hope this doesn't get pushed back due to covid or anything like that but did you have anything else on your list 
Um, just looking forward to more Timmy. I know, um, what is it? Wonka's not coming till 2023. Yeah, but, and Dune you know, Part some, 2 is... Sometimes he likes to do some small stuff. I, don't I know. think we'll if see. anything, we might get Bones and all because they did finish wrapping already. And the last article that I read, they said there is no exact date, but they're predicting either late 2020, late 2022 or early 2023. So fingers crossed for the 2022 release date. Yeah. And then Florence, something with Florence. I know we have Don't Worry, Darling. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah, I saw that she actually has like a pretty full like schedule coming up like in terms of stuff coming out so i'm sure i have i don't really know what's coming out for marvel next year but maybe i'll finally commit to it now that harry and florence are in there yeah and we really need to stick to our word i honestly think i would get into it if spider-man was on disney plus but it's not hmm because I shame. really because I really like actually want to watch those and then I feel like if yeah. I watch those then I would want to see everything else but they don't have them and I don't want to buy the DVDs. I wish Netflix was the same across all territories because I think Spider-Man is on for like the UK and Canada. I'm going to get so, a VPN. So why can't the US have it? I remember one time when I went to the Bahamas I think and I brought my iPad and I logged onto Netflix and it was so different. Like Teen Wolf was on there. Like I was never like a Teen Wolf girl, but I was just like, do you think I can watch all seasons of Teen Wolf during our vacation? And I'm just like, no, I can't watch all this. So I mean, that's I why I never go into Teen Wolf. I could buy a VPN, but use um Cody's promo code. Oh yeah, code. Express VPN. <laughs> yeah. Maybe um, I will. So for my anticipated releases, um, Lightyear, which Chris Evans is going to be the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Love him. Is that um, the one where he looks like weird and he has hair? Yeah, like it's like his origin story. Mm. Um, I don't I'm very... really even <laughs> want to see that. I'm so excited for that. Like, Maybe just... I like Toy Story, but I don't really need an origin story of Buzz. <laughs> what if they do one for every single toy? That's a little curse. Like Toy Story 3, can't we just cut off the Toy Story stuff? <laughs> Toy Story is so iconic though. Not even Toy No, Toy Story 3 was good. Toy Story 4. Yeah, I think they could have ended it at Toy Story 3 TB. Toy Story 3 was literally the perfect ending. All right. Um so other than Lightyear, I also have Elvis, which is a biopic starring Austin Butler and apparently they already have someone cast as Priscilla, but a lot of people wanted Lana to be cast as Priscilla because she just has that aesthetic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Not Okay, which has Dylan O'Brien in it. So unknown date, but it's going to be released on Hulu. So excited. Yeah, that's all for me. I don't have any other than Don't Worry, I have no specific. Like- yeah, I think because we actually have a date for that, that's the one that I'm most excited for. It also looks Once so again, interesting. Please I, do not get pushed back, please. I really want to know what goes on. Like, how does Harry do Florence? Oh my God. Freddy? Olivia was about to play Alice instead of Florence, but because she, she saw I know, I'm just like, yes, we love Florence. So thank goodness she saw that movie because I don't know how the fandom would react if Olivia was playing Alice because, you yeah. know, we all saw that part in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. TV shows. I am most excited for season four of Succession. I don't think they're filming until July, so... 
maybe we'll get releases at the end of the year. Um, season six of This Is Us is premiering in January. I don't know when Manifest season four is coming out. And very, 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 very excited for Daisy Jones and the Six, which is going to be a limited series on Amazon. And of course, oh, Euphoria yeah. season two, but I know you're going to talk about that. Yeah, Euphoria season two is literally the only thing I have listed because Ooh. I'm so excited for it and I could not think of anything else. I know. I mean, also, I guess the new Gossip Girl, but I don't know if... The reboot? I'm not that, yeah, I'm not that hype about it. Yeah, I... If it comes... I still have to finish the season, but like, if it comes out, yeah. I'll probably watch it. I'm ca- all caught up, but I just don't like the direction that they're taking it, like the teacher's our gossip girl and i think that's just I the mean, lamest thing that's ever not true you start the first episode they're like we're yeah. gossip girl because the kids are mean to us we need to put them in their place and i'm like that's they're so they're lame. the future leaders of society i'm just like, like oh my gosh the teachers the thrill are of so the, annoying yeah the thrill of the og gossip girl is that we didn't know who gossip girl was so why are you why are you doing it like this you know yeah. so yeah maybe season two redemption but um, I hope Monet and Luna get more screen time. I love, oh my god, I don't even know what her name is in the show. Emily Ann Lind or whatever. Oh, Audrey. Audrey? She's, she's so pretty. She's she's my baby. She's my baby. Protect she, her. She looks like a Tim Burton character. Yeah, it's the big eyes and the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, tours, festivals, and concerts. What are you looking forward to? Obviously, the Coachella lineup. We mm-hmm. need to know. I need to know because I am going. Yep. And I'm looking forward to going. Um, seeing Gracie live. Yep. Um, the Sour Tour. So those are all confirmed things I'm going to. Um, I expect Doja Cat to go on tour. Possibly headline Coachella. Mm-hmm. I am curious to see how, like, Dua Lipa's tour goes mm-hmm. in the weekends because... Yeah, the weekend hasn't announced his new dates yet. Yeah. We will see. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, and then if Maggie ends up going on tour, depending on album release. Yeah. But we'll see. I'm genuinely very, very scared with this new variant that tours are going to be canceled again. Um, My first, my next one is going to be Justin, which is in February and March. Gracie's also in March. Olivia Rodrigo in May. I accidentally put Olivia O'Brien on my notes thing, but I meant to put Olivia Rodrigo. That's in May. And then Five Sauce in June. And if the Coachella lineup is phenomenal, who knows? Maybe I'll try to find a way there too. I saw a tweet a couple days ago. Um, Someone said, COVID really said, you can have love on tour, but that's all. Oh, like you can have love on tour, but no other. You can see nobody else. Yeah exactly yeah. like miss miss corona is also a harry style stan and yeah, she also she, wanted to she's see like him. hold on we need to see harry resume yeah but um i think well wait hold on if i have to yeah, go so, like 18 months without another show i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be so sad if i don't get to see like virtual concerts are just not the same they don't hit the same like all. i love how accessible it is like so why don't you live stream all concerts you know yeah but i don't want to normalize it you know what i mean yeah or like i've seen like those mock-ups of um 
when you go to festivals and you have like your own little bubble with your group that's just it's not the vibe it's not it's not I'm trying to look and see well in 2020 Coachella released the date the lineup on the 2nd of January my birthday but I just really want to know what day I should expect it on because I'm going to be freaking out but that's all all right any misc events I put Met Gala part two I put the Grammys because I want to see how Olivia's she's gonna like, sweep career pans out sweet I also just genuinely want to see how her tour goes if she released anything else yeah. like She's just the person to be watching right now because it's all eyes on her crazy what she's going to do because what she's already done is crazy and it's only stopped because of the current situation. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure if you saw that I added to our thing, but I also wanted to talk about how did this year's favorites compare to last year's? Like, did Mm -hmm. we have any repeats or crossovers? Punisher. But I think that's it, right? Look what we had for our favorites the last year. I have a criminals, er, criminals, criminal minds and Punisher were the two things that crossed over. Yeah, I know for sure Punisher is a repeat. Where's the post? Gracie is on, but this time it's her second EP. And instead of, and Mac Miller's also on, but last time you put circles and this time it's swimming. Oh, I think I forgot to mention that to all the boys forever and always was my runner up for movies. I did I totally forgot it came out at the beginning of the year, but it came I'm out just, this year? Yeah, it came out in February on Valentine's Day. What the Yeah, I'm just like Is I'm that s- the one where they went to New York? Mm-hmm. That feels so long ago. Right? What I am just a sucker for that whole like trilogy. And also, I think we did talk about this before, but her younger sister Kitty is getting like a little spin-off. So oh, I will be. So cute. I will be watching. Babysitters Club yeah. energy. No, way better than Babysitters Club. I think. What <laughs> if they do a crossover? Because like I feel like they're kind of the same age, right? Yeah, and Maybe. Kitty kind of radiates that energy. I mean, that yeah. whole like house, like the whole to all the boys I loved before, Babysitters Club, like their homes. They look it's like American so homey. Girl. It's so they homey. look like American Girl dollhouses. Yeah. Um. Let's see on for shows oh i talked about this is us the latest season of all american was not my fave and Mm -hmm. i don't i mean i just me being me i will watch it until the end emily in paris the episodes dropped today so i will be watching and on my block we are disappointed i haven't even watched so don't don't even i didn't even finish i watched like two episodes like come on i gotta know what happens i don't even care what happens yeah so we have bits and pieces of similarities from last year to this year so yeah but also lots of new stuff too we changed guys yeah but i feel like punisher is obviously like the clear winner because that's the one thing that stayed exactly the same between the both of us so i am pleased yes phoebe we love you Mm -hmm. now the real test is whether or not it'll make it to our favorites next year i know what if it's like a it just keeps going maybe um but yeah wow this is such a short episode compared to i feel like our last two or whatever but you know we're just taking it easy for our last episode of the year 
but let's get into our shout outs. So mine is a YouTuber. Her name is Jasmine Zaid, or might be Zade. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But she is a music industry major, I believe, or music business, something along those lines. And she makes yeah. music related videos, but she has like commentary videos, reaction videos. Q&A's about, like, music industry stuff, school, and then also um, this one, like, pops out at me. It's called Sharing My Ideas for Potential Album Aesthetics, which I think is a very interesting and creative Ooh, idea. I really want to watch that. And she also has a series on her YouTube channel called The It Factor, where she kind of takes certain artists and talks specifically about their career and mm-hmm. why they're popular. And she has one on Ariana um oh i actually think i saw that on my recommended literally yesterday there's one on bts taylor swift harry styles olivia rodrigo just you know just to name a few popular girls but i think it's just she takes a good approach on music industry and Mm -hmm. brings in her like fangirl background similar to us which i love love that for me my shout out this week is headcount which is a little similar to Reverb, which I talked about last episode, but this one is more focused on driving voter registration, which is very, very important. And I love that they find ways to um, intertwine it with music because I think Headcount is pretty well known for working with Ariana. Like there's always a booth anytime that she has a show. And I think it's really cool because they're also at festivals like Lollapalooza and Bonnaroo. And they've apparently, since 2004, they've signed up over a million voters, which is so insane because you see the power of music, you can do just more than what people think music can do. Like you can get people to vote, which is insane. And I feel like Olivia Rodrigo is a great person to partner with for Headcount 2 since she's she was very vocal about voting and all that. So who knows? You might see a Headcount booth very soon. Yeah, I recently well i've known about headcount since like ariana did it at her sweetener tour Mm -hmm. but i didn't sign up because i don't think i was i had to be 18 so i wasn't old enough then but i signed up recently to do shows in my area i haven't heard anything back but we'll update y'all on how it goes because i did i signed up for like all of them in my area because i don't know experience and then maybe i get to go see ariana and meet joan grande but yeah, that's Headcount, and those were our shout-outs. I can't believe this is our last episode of the year already. I'm very, very pumped for our 50th special episode. Same. Stay tuned, y'all. Yeah, but so you guys have this episode, one more episode next year, and then we'll hit episode 50. Yay, so excited. Oh, that's happy all. holidays, oh, yeah. whatever you guys celebrate, because I know not everyone celebrates Christmas, and this episode is kind of after all the holidays are out but we hope you guys had a great time with your loved ones and we Mm -hmm. appreciate you guys for listening happy new year right yeah yes because the next time we talk will be 2022 crazy don't leave yet there's a special audio that zoe's going to plop in so nice little surprise it's really random no one really cares but we just wanted to include it anyways Okay. Okay, bye for real now. Bye. Okay.
Hey guys, I am at Amy's birthday party in California. I surprised her. Here is her. She's literally insane and so is everybody here. And if you're one of the people here and you're also listening right now, I love you so much. Yeah, we, I don't know, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a spy. So enjoy this episode. Bye.